Welcome to the Good Talent Podcast. My name's Tony Nichols, the CEO and founder of Good Talent Media. We're a team of ex-journos and we help organizations get their messages across in the media. What happens when you're misquoted by the press? This is a really interesting one and people hate the media, they hate journos and part of it is they feel like they're going to be misquoted, they feel like they're going to be misrepresented. So what happens to you when you do an interview and you're misquoted? Just talking with a colleague of mine this morning, actually, just doing a round of interviews and we're listening to watching him in the media, listening and reading online. And he just emailed me with a lot of frustration that just been interviewed by the Australian and was misquoted. Now, that's not the end of the world. And I think people feel very powerless with the media. They're going to misquote me. They're going to do the wrong thing by me. As an ex-journo myself, I'm not scared of the media or journos. So we're very fast in picking up the phone and talking and fixing things. I think step one, for people who are terrified of the media, you get interviewed and you can see the misquote online and you do nothing about it. You just sit back and hate the media. So I think the first thing I'd be doing, if you've misquoted online, get on the phone and fix it. Get on the phone to that journo and say, hey, Simon, I think you got that wrong. I never said that or I didn't say that in that way. So if you're dealing with things in parentheses and you know those words would never come out of your mouth, say, hey, Simon, change that quote. I think that's inaccurate. I think it's clever when you're being interviewed in the press for you to hit record somewhere as well. So a lot of the interviews that you will do will be on the phone. Just put it on speaker and hit record yourself. And now if you're going live radio, that's obviously a waste of time. But if you're being interviewed as a pre-record, record the interview so you've got a manuscript to go back with. It's so, so common for people to say they're misquoted. You can get on the phone and fix misquoting, and that's easy to do. Now, if the reporter doesn't want to do it, ask for the news editor, ask for the chief of staff, kick up a fuss. So hang on a minute, happy to do the story. I get that it's not going to be all of my views out there, that there are other views, but the very basics is to quote me correctly. Now, that's a misquote and I've got a transcript here so I can verify that. We get things changed online all the time that are inaccurate. So be proactive in getting on the phone. Now, the legal system is waiting for those who've got the money to use the legal system. An amplification of that would be was, okay, well, I've got a solicitor with me or I've got a lawyer with me. Sorry to play hardball, but I really want that quote changed because it's not accurate. We don't want to be sending legal letters and things because it costs us both money, but happy to if I have to. The only thing I've ever seen stop a newsroom is when the lawyers start calling. No one likes it. And, you know, newsrooms are struggling for money. They don't want to spend money on defending themselves. It's much easier just to retract. So that's a very fast way to get moving. Now, we were with an industry group just recently. I'm talking about crisis media management, actually. And the hand goes up pretty quickly from one of the people there who hate the media. And I get and I get that that's the forum that we work in. And just did a big interview and was misquoted. And then I explored a little bit deeper. There's misquoting in that this is an inaccurate quote. It can be changed. Or these facts are inaccurate. They can be changed. Make phone calls and get those changed. No journal wants to be inaccurate. They're happy to change things. Print's going to be harder, obviously. Online can be changed. Things that are inaccurate that have been posted for television and radio, audio, audio scripts can be changed that are posted online. Television clips can be taken offline. So there can be some redress for you. But where you can't be helped is when you interview yourself as an interviewee in such a shambolic way that you've just given news angles and you've just given info that you shouldn't be giving You shouldn't be surprised that that's being used. That's on you. So I think too many interviewees and people who are talent in the press can quite easily blame the journo. 
when the facts really are, you've interviewed so broadly across so many different subjects, you've given them so many different news angles to use. Of course they've used one that's not flattering for you. This for us comes back to your interview technique or basic 101 of media training. When you're on the phone with a journo warming up for an interview and they're trying to talk you into an interview, let's say you're pitching, you've got to be on message. Then when you get into the interview itself, you've got to be on message. Then when you're saying goodbye at the end, walking to your cars or about to hang up on the phone, be on message. At any point, if you're off message from the hello, nice to meet you to the goodbye, see you later. If any point you go off your message, that could become the new news angle. Now, one of the classics, when you're working journal so many times before the interview, the talent say to you, well, I can't talk about this because of the, all of these reasons. And that, that's the real story. The bit that you're not prepared to talk about is the real story. Then you do an interview, which is quite beige and boring thereafter. That's what you prefer to get out there. Well, if that's the case, don't ever mention the real story. Don't mention the real story before the interview, during or after the interview, because whether you're on mic or not on mic, on or off record, whatever it is, you're leaving yourself open to the journal using the juicier part of the content that you're providing. So you've got to remember that. So many times the best interviews are happening and they're not recorded, but that info is going to be used anyway. So be smart when you're dealing with the press. You are on the whole time. Stay on your message the whole time, even if it means repeating yourself, even if it means you feel like you're offending the journal because you're not answering their questions, that's fine. Because your reputation's more important than some false feeling of offense during a five-minute interview. They're using you to impress their chiefs of staff and their news editors to get content out there. You're using them absolutely so you can increase your profile, strengthen your brand and be seen as an industry leader. So you're playing the game. It's war without weapons, but you must focus on the issues, not the personalities. So don't get into this lovely personality who's quite influential that wants to drag all this info out of you. Just don't get into it. Just stay on your messaging for the whole interview. Then you're less likely to have things published that you're not happy with. And you're less likely to be quoted because you're quite determined just to stay on message. So there's a couple things, guys. If that online info is wrong, get on the phone and get it fixed. You can do it. Just be proactive and assertive and ask for these quotes to be changed or to be pulled down. You go from the reporter to the chief of staff to the news editor. They're not going to like that. Newsrooms are very uh, error-focused environments. It's all about getting everything right all the time. And when there's errors, there's problems. So be the proactive interviewee that gets things fixed fast. Now, if that doesn't work, get your solicitor friend involved. Get your lawyer friend involved. I mean, one legal letter, $500, whatever it is. But if it means enough, if there is an actual factual error, it will be changed. And it can be changed with a legal letter. At the most, $500 is over. I think your phone call prior will change it faster than that. And lastly... Go into interviews just determined to stay on your message and get your yarn out there. Don't go into interviews just hoping you can answer all the questions because that leaves you open for these guys to pick one of your more salacious angles or pick this story that you prefer not to get out there and run with it. And then if you interview in a sloppy way, you don't have any redress, then you've created that problem yourself. So there's a few things, guys. So being misquoted is a thing but you can get on top of it quickly if you have to, to get things retracted. But what you can't fix is a poor interview. So be very determined to stay on message during your interviews. Even if you feel like it's, you're not being very nice and you're not necessarily being a great person during that interaction, that doesn't matter because your reputation is more important than a few minutes of discomfort. Thanks for listening.